0: You're listening to The Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 59. Hey there, my name is Sarah Elrod and you're listening to The Branded Cowgirl Podcast where we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Elrod, and it's a new year. We are in 2022, and man, I know I say this every single year, but where the heck has the time gone? If you're new around here, I just want to say a big fat welcome. This podcast started a year ago, actually exactly one year ago tomorrow, actually, what? Um, That's so exciting, our one year anniversary is coming up, and it all started based on this running joke that I have with my husband and for those of you who do not know, my dream with my husband is to own our own working cattle ranch one day and become first generation cattle ranchers and this is something that we've been working towards together since the day we met and something that Tyler has been working towards for like eight years. So the joke is that he always says that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town and that little witty sentence always kind of struck a chord with me. And if you know anything about the ranching industry, you know that it's not something that is necessarily easy to get into. It's extremely expensive and not known for being the most profitable business out there, but we chase that lifestyle and that dream anyway because we love it. And my dream personally has always been to be a stay-at-home mom. I started my first two businesses of horse training and photography when I was 18 years old with the intention of having those be sustainable enough to allow me to stay at home with my kids someday. And as my businesses have evolved and changed and grown to where they are today... I've had this realization that my work-in-town job was really a work-from-home job that I totally loved. So then I really got to thinking, what if I could help other women who are the same as me build a business that allows them that freedom to stay home but also financially contribute to the lifestyle that they love the most? And bam, with that idea, this podcast was born and here we are. So, it's a new year, and for many of you, that means new opportunities, a fresh start, or a clean slate, but to others of you, this may just be some other day, and I'll admit I'm not a huge fan of New Year's resolutions. I think they're a little too easy to fall away from, and you end up feeling crummy for not accomplishing your goals, and I think that the reason I'm not a fan of resolutions is because they have no real backbone to them. We tell people to make them, but we don't always tell them the way to actually stick to them or how to be successful with them and goals are really just ideas unless they have some sort of action behind them so today instead of just listing off a bunch of things that I want to accomplish in 2022, it's the first, you know, episode of the new year. Let's talk about resolutions. No, no, we're not going to do that. I'm going to actually just be giving you some realistic things that I plan to change this new year for my business and my personal life, and also some basic ideas on how I actually plan to do that. Now, these aren't just ideas. They're things that I've just been thinking about Um, every year. I kind of do like an audit on the year before. And try to figure out like what worked, what didn't, how could I improve? How could I make that better? So these are just some things that I've jotted down throughout 2021 that I want to change in the new year of 2022 or whatever year you're listening to this Um this could still be relevant even if it's five years down the road or something <laughs> so with all of that being said um like i said these are just thoughts but i definitely think that you will benefit from some of these things being discussed in this episode you may just have to mold them around your own life and wherever you're at personally Um, and then i also just want to note that in this episode i'm going to be referencing probably a lot of previous episodes that I've done that I think will be helpful resources to look back on or check out for the first time if you're new here. Um, All the links will be available in the show notes or you can tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, now let's get into the goals it's a new year so why not do a giveaway i've teamed up with my friends over at desert down Ranchware for their 50k giveaway on instagram and ladies this is one that you do not want to miss you have the opportunity to win goodies from 16 different western brands and small businesses from gift cards to purses bags earrings hoodies and an interview on this podcast so to enter for a chance to win all you have to do is go to at branded cowgirl on instagram Find the 50k giveaway post in the feed and follow the instructions in the caption. The giveaway ends when Desert Down Ranchware hits 50k followers on Instagram, so make sure to share about the giveaway to all your friends for a faster turnaround time. See you on the gram! all righty so the first category we will go over for my goals for 2022 or my things that i would like to do a little different uh we'll do business first and then we'll go into personal afterwards so these are kind of just listed out in bullet point style i don't expect this to run on forever i just And basically, I wrote these down on a piece of paper and I'm reading off of them. So, yeah, this is kind of just my thoughts and my brain. And you're going to hear me think out loud a little bit on this. So here you go. Um, So the first thing is that I do not want to have client communication Uh, via text message and this is huge for me and I know it's huge for a lot of people. I, and this really could just go for anything other than email because I'm really guilty about um giving out people like giving clients my phone number because of ease and having it be easy to shoot text back and forth and i will say i probably won't be able to stick to this 100 percent of the time but as a general rule of thumb i would like to have less communication any other way other than email and this is just because of the sake of boundaries and i'll go a little bit more into this in some of the other points that i'm going to talk about but when you offer up your your phone number to clients your personal phone number you are opening up this window for them to be able to get in touch with you and reach out to you any time of day and that is not a healthy work-life balance that's not a healthy way to set those boundaries or to create a professional relationship with clients um i think it opens the door to you know feeling like you have to respond immediately or they're expecting an immediate response on matters that don't necessarily require an immediate response so I think if you're going to make this change in your own business like I am, the first thing you need to do is just be open and upfront with clients on why this is the case. Um, you could shoot out a mass email to everybody and basically state like, hey, it's a new year, Here are some things I'm changing and like this is one of them and this is why. Um, and most people should be pretty understanding about this. Like I said, this is just going to set a healthy boundary between you and your clients. It's gonna keep your relationship nice and professional in case you've ever been in one of those awkward situations where a client starts to feel too much like a friend and then you kind of feel bad for, I don't know, charging them or doing something because that tends to happen when you do something so personal, like give out your personal phone number, people can start to feel too friendly to you and then all of a sudden it... It makes this weird line of, well, they're not really a client anymore. We're just friends. And so now I feel bad for like charging them for my services and all that kind of stuff. So instead of opening up that window, it's OK to be friendly and to treat clients in a friendly matter. But you also have to there has to be a line between being too friendly and and being a professional. And so there are, like I said though, a few exceptions to this rule. I will only be giving out my phone number to specific clients such as my brides the week of their wedding or the two weeks prior to their wedding. And that is the only time when I will allow text message communication is because when, if they have like bride questions, if they have questions about their wedding, I would just prefer to keep it all in their client portal. I do everything through Honeybook and it keeps one, everything just really organized in one place because if I have some emails from them, some text messages from them, some Instagram DMs from them, things can just get really messy and it's hard to keep track of where everything goes. But the week before their wedding, I understand there's a lot happening and they might just have a quick question here or there about something. And in that case, I'm okay with them having my phone number and then of course the day of the wedding I like them to be able to get in touch with me as quickly as they possibly can if they need to for whatever reason so in those situations yes of course like they will have my phone number um, but otherwise if it's anything before that two weeks before their wedding um, I would really just like to keep it email and professional and all of that kind of good stuff and if you are one of those people that you cannot help but have people text you then at least try to treat your text messages like emails and i actually do this a lot now um, to start creating those boundaries is that i will get text messages because i don't think people understand like and maybe you're like this too but i get so Many messages a day. I mean, for having like, you know, when you're super active on social media, it's pretty common that you're going to, the more active you are and when you build a following and things like that, you're just, you're just naturally going to get more messages and things to respond to. So I will get like 30 DMs a day to respond to and then I just have people texting me throughout the day and I have like 100 emails a day to go through and, you know, everything else so it can get overwhelming. And even to the point when I have like family members texting me about stuff, if it's not important or an urgent thing, I will not open those text messages. I will take however long I need to take to respond to that message or I will wait until business hours are over and then respond to that message. Um, I think people tend to get a little greedy with text messages and they assume that oh if I just text her she'll respond right away um, <laughs> and for me I'll see your text message and I will still choose to not respond to that text message until I am done doing what I'm doing or I am past business hours um, if it's It's not business related Um, and that is just again to keep boundaries and to make sure I'm being my most productive self because if I'm in the middle of some deep work for something in my business and then all of a sudden I get some text message about what I need to go buy at the grocery store next week like I I can't I can't pull myself out of the zone to think about that and then come back and it just it won't work it'll be a mess so you have to draw those lines for yourself you have to try and make those boundaries for yourself, whatever that looks like for you. And, and it's not going to be the same for everybody, but I do think there is a general, a general standard rule that you should try to avoid giving out your personal contact information um, to your clients, except maybe under a few certain situations or or whatever the word might be, exceptions. So that's the, that's point number one. Um, The second thing is, I kind of already touched on it, but to only respond during business hours. So I'm pretty guilty of, you know, late at night scrolling through my email inbox or responding to messages and things like that, like way after hours. Now, the only thing I will say is okay for me that I will allow myself to do is Instagram messages or social media responses because Typically, when the day is done, um, that is when I like to sit on the couch. I'll be watching, you know, TV with Tyler or something, and I might scroll through and respond to DMs and comments and things like that. Um, That I don't necessarily have business hours for, but everything else as far as like professional emails and things like that, I definitely try to keep all of that from, I don't want to be responding to people at midnight because then they're going to think that, Every time, you know, I respond, it's going to be like right away at some weird hour of the night or something like that. So trying to respond more just during specific business hours is definitely a goal of mine for this new year. The next point that I want to make is that I will no longer be doing any second shooting Um, at all from this year going forward Um, no matter what the situation is again there could I guess be potentially an exception here or there but as a general rule of thumb I will not be doing any sort of second shooting Um, and not that I really took on many second shooting jobs before Um, it was typically like I would just go help out friends or as a favor and things like that. And again, not saying like I might never do that ever again, but it's going to be very, 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 very rare that I would take on a job like that because they just never end up being worth it. And being where I'm at now is typically... Most of the second shooting jobs or weddings that I'm going to book are within like two hours away. That's just how it is. Most of the weddings that I book are about two hours away. So it just is very hard to be worth my time to make that drive and that commitment. And at some point, Tyler and I are going to have a family and it's it's just not worth my time anymore. And it doesn't really profit me or my business or my family at all. Like I said, I really just only did them as like favors. But it's not financially a smart decision for me to take on any more second shooting jobs and they just don't really fill my cup second shooting is not my thing um it's just not I think they're easy jobs and I think if you're just getting started and like you're within close proximity of somebody I I think that's a whole different situation um it's pretty easy money to go take on second shooting jobs um but other than that like for me personally in my own life it's just not something that I really want to do anymore so I will not be doing it um and like I said personal choice it's just where I'm at in my life and my career just doesn't do a whole lot for me and like everything I'm saying about this second shooting like all these feelings I have towards it could also go for just any other type of thing in business um such as taking on any clients that have projects that I just don't really love Um, Basically, I just I don't want to take on things that just don't they don't they not only don't benefit me, but they're not financially smart business decisions. You have to look at things uh, on a non emotional level. And I think it's really hard to do, especially for women. But I look at second shooting jobs as They are not financially beneficial. They are not a smart business move for me. I typically lose money when I do second shooting jobs. So just not something that I'm going to be doing either. Plus, they're just not good for me or the person I'm second shooting for because I wouldn't be pouring my whole heart into something like that because I'm just not that passionate about it. So again, my own thoughts on it. Um, Maybe you feel completely different and that's cool, um, but that's just something that I'm going to be changing. The next thing that I will be changing for this year is I will be creating a business that is more based on passive income and is scalable so this is going to look a few different ways i have plans to launch my first online course this year i have plans to launch an online store this year um, businesses that don't necessarily involve my personal brand or me being the face of that brand is also something that is kind of in the works and things that um, tyler and i would like to start to grow and things like that um, i have plans of hiring a team and beginning to expand my team um, and start outsourcing things more just as a way to take some of the load off myself free up more of my time and then really diving into things such as affiliate marketing that is just a really great passive income source and I really enjoy affiliate marketing so those are just a few different revenue streams that I will be adding into my business this year and then kind of going right on into the next one my next goal would be to hit six figures this year so if you've never heard the statistics on this before typically it is said that a the average millionaire has around seven income streams and so my goal is to make around seven to eight income streams uh, based on the ones that I just listed above in the previous uh, little note and then the ones that I already have which are photography business coach. Um, This podcast even is a good source for affiliate marketing income and things like that, as well as just other things like sponsorships, collaborations. i love to do more collaborating with other businesses and brands. And then, yeah, I mean, just that's kind of been a financial goal of mine that I've really wanted to hit and I come closer and closer every year, but we haven't quite hit that mark yet. So this year, I really, really would love to hit that goal. We'll see. And if that's a goal that maybe you're wanting to strive and it feels like so far out of reach, like such a big number, it really helps me to break down those numbers into smaller chunks so if you think about it six figures a hundred thousand dollars uh that is twenty five thousand dollars each quarter so that's three months uh you have to make twenty five thousand dollars and of course this is your gross income not your net income so this is like before taxes and all that (laughs) so this is twenty five thousand dollars each each quarter uh which turns to be about $8,300 every month, roughly, um, or about $277 every day. So you could create something that you could sell it one time every single day for $277. And if you sell one thing every single day for that price, you could hit six figures. So it just helps me a lot to think um, in smaller numbers like that. So maybe that helps you as well. Okay, and then for anybody who cares and would like to know some of my personal things that I would like to change for this new year, um, I'm just going to list off some of those really quick. So one of the number one things is to be more present in my relationships. So when work is done, work is done. I would love to have more intentional time and conversations with Tyler and friends and Um, anybody that's just in my life I would love to just be a lot more intentional about spending time with them and um, not focusing so much on work every minute of the day because I it could be really easy to fall into as somebody who's an entrepreneur and always coming up with all these new business ideas and different things marketing strategies I'm totally a geek over all that stuff but um, I really you know it's not the important thing in life it's not you know the priority over other things so I really would like to prioritize relationships and be just more present So when I'm not working, I'm fully engaged in Um, the people that are around me. Another thing that I'd like to do more this year is to cook more new recipes. So this is something that I used to do a lot pretty often before my business got really busy and took off. I used to really spend a lot of time cooking and I loved trying new recipes and making all kinds of fancy dinners and things like that. Um, And so it's something that I would really like to get back into. It's easy to fall into those (laughs) weekly routines of doing the same five consistent dinners every single night of the week. Um, So I would like to try to expand our horizons a little bit and just feed my family really well another thing I would love to do is to create more of a riding slash working schedule for the horses that we have Um, I'd love to ride a little bit more consistently and have some goals that I'm working towards with the horses it's really easy especially right now being winter time to completely fall off that and not ride consistently at all because it's just so cold and the weather's not always great so it's hard to get out and work them but I'd love to get on on, um, like a weekly schedule of really consistently working towards things and they need to have their training definitely revamped and, and tuned up a little bit so um, that's something I plan on working more on this year as well and then another thing is to journal every day and read the Bible every day this is something that I really used to do a lot last year I guess not now it's two years ago 2020 not 2020 we're in 2022 now holy cow Um, but in 2020 when the pandemic first started I was really really good about reading my Bible every day and getting really consistent with journaling every day and I think that just had a lot to do with times were just really slow (laughs) when this all first started and so I felt like I had a lot more free time back then and so I was able to really um, dive into a lot of journaling and gratitudes and prayers and all that and it just really helps and I'm not huge on the whole fluffy like manifestation thing like I don't really believe in that but I do believe in just getting your mind straight for the day and helping and using that to be more productive throughout the day and of course spending time with Jesus is always a great way to get your mind in a good place for the day another thing I want to do is get better at printing photos so I need to print my wedding album I need to print more candid like iPhone photos throughout the year I just want to print more photos I'm guilty of taking photos keeping them on my camera roll or uploading them to Facebook and thinking that that's good enough but I would love to have actual books with photos in them or at least shoe boxes with printed photos in them so that when I have kids one day I can actually show them a hard tangible thing that has photos in it and not just a phone or like an old USB drive that I'll probably lose or something like that. So I really love to print photos um, but especially my wedding photos because I have not printed those yet. And then the last thing I want to do is just get back to going to the gym consistently. I really fell off the gym thing after my wedding or right around the time of my wedding. Um, we had really big goals to get to a certain physical look. Tyler and I both did. Tyler wanted to lose weight. I kind of just wanted to get toned up for the wedding and then we both got COVID right before our wedding and that kicked our butt so we were out of the gym for a while and then we were out of the gym after the wedding for a while because we didn't really have goals anymore. It was kind of just okay and then the holidays come up and then you really fall off and so it's new year we want to you know fresh start let's let's get back in there and start being consistent again and get healthy again so what has helped me with the gym is having a gym buddy who has either similar goals to you or just somebody that consistently can go to the gym with you so for me that's Tyler we have different gym goals but I don't like to go to the gym if he doesn't go I just I need that like partner and that support from him I just I really like it when he's there so um, I just typically have a hard time motivating myself to go if he's not going. So yeah, I put, I literally wrote in my notes, have a gym buddy with similar goals as you or just take your husband who yells at you until you decide to try harder. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Which is true (laughs) because he definitely motivates me and I appreciate him for it even though in the moment sometimes it's frustrating when I just want to be a little baby about it and he pushes me to try harder and I end up being happy that he did it (laughs) even though in the moment I want to punch him in the face. So (laughs) there's that. 2022 is seriously going to be a wildly busy year. I can already tell and there are just so many exciting things that are coming up this year both personally but also that are going to be in business that are going to benefit you as well and I think the most important thing to remember when walking into a new year is that there is always room for grace and that if you do slip up from your goals it doesn't mean you failed you can always try again it doesn't mean that the only time you can start something new is new years or Mondays or (laughs) anything like that making excuses and putting things off is exactly why you may never achieve those goals or those things that you wanted start today go after those things today make a game plan and check those things off in smaller bits And as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. I hope that you are ready to take on 2022 or whatever year it is when you hear this with a fresh set of eyes, a clear mind, and a full heart. This is the year you are going to do the things you always hoped for. I can feel it. Okay, I will see you around in the next one, you guys. Oh, and before I forget, I totally mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I was going to have different resources for you guys to check out different episodes to maybe refer back to so if you're new around here and you haven't listened to these yet or if you just listened to this episode and maybe you're a uh, returning listener and you would like to go back and just get a little tune up before we get too far into this new year, I just want to list off a couple resources that I think are going to be helpful for you to get you some extra motivation to start the new year. So um, the first one is episode number two, which is goal setting for the new year. So just another episode on different ways to set new goals for achieving them in a new new in a new year. Wow, try to say that really fast. Um, Another one is episode 11, which is five easy ways to have a more structured and productive day. So if you feel like your days are kind of just all over the place and you don't get a lot done, that's a great episode to listen to. Episode 15 is the importance of having multiple income streams. So earlier I talked about adding income streams to my business. So that episode is just going to go even deeper into that concept. And then episode 24 is navigating relationships as an entrepreneur. Again, earlier in this episode, I talked about wanting to be more present in relationships. So this episode, um, episode 24, will really dive into how to handle those a bit better as well. And then the last one is episode 43, which is second shooter etiquette. So I talked about how I will no longer be taking on second shooting jobs, but if you are maybe a newer photographer and you're in the midst of where you should be doing second shooting or you really like second shooting, Uh, that's a really fun episode where I get to talk with two of my photography besties and we just kind of have a candid conversation about second shooter etiquette and different things about the industry and all that good stuff so if that's of interest then make sure to check out that episode I'll have all the links to all this stuff in the show notes as well so you can definitely um, get direct links to them if you go there all right that's all I got okay bye Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to Sarah slash branded cowgirl podcast. That's Sarah slash branded cowgirl podcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.